Quick disclaimer for this episode, the sound quality is not where it needs to be. This will be improved for future episodes, but I just want to let you guys know before tuning in. I really appreciate your support and thanks for bearing with me. Thank you. Welcome to the Caranella Gaming Podcast, you filthy tarnished. Please give a hellish welcome to your host, Caranella Michella. Thank you so much, Tom, for that um, kind of strange welcome. I'm assuming you've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, huh? What is Elden Ring? I am not really into old jewelry. Okay, Tom, enough lies. Let's just uh, jump into the podcast, why don't we? Shaking my head. So today we're going to be going over several different topics. So we're going to first talk about the latest and greatest video game news of the week. We're going to go over the Pokemon Presents update. We're going to talk about what I've been playing, games that are coming out this week, and then we're going to have a new tidbit called Tom's Game Recommendation. So yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's get shaking. Yeah, let's get shaking, Tom. All right, so let's jump into it. So the first topic we're going to touch on is Steam Deck reviews. So the Steam Deck reviews are rolling in, and many other reviews have been really mixed. There haven't been any really terrible reviews, per se. Uh, most of the reviews have been pretty good, but nothing exceptional or, you know, extraordinary. I personally have not had a chance to use a Steam Deck, but looking through the reviews from a lot of popular video game websites, it does appear that it is very impressive in the sense that it can can support most AAA titles, but it does seem to have several accessibility issues and a lot of issues um, getting certain features to work properly. Um, many reviewers have reported difficulties accessing games outside of their Steam library, so maybe accessing other libraries and using the Steam Deck for additional functionality, and also the ability to use it as a Linux desktop. Um, Some individuals are stating that this isn't as seamless as they would have imagined it to be. So there is that, so just be aware of that if you are looking into purchasing the Steam Deck. Obviously, the Steam Deck is in its first generation, so there are going to be hiccups and issues as with any new gaming device. So, you know, it might be best to wait for the next iteration, and if you're really into it, go ahead and get on that pre-order list. I know a lot of people who were on the original pre-order list were actually pushed to quarter two already, so it will probably be quite a while before you'd be able to get your hands on one. So yeah, given that, most reviewers have also stated that it's actually comfortable to hold, which for me was very surprising. It looks very bulky and just not so comfortable. Um, But yeah, they're saying it's actually pretty comfortable, so that's really good. I'm not sure how large these reviewers' hands are. I have extremely small hands, so it might not be comfortable in my hands but I guess I would have to just see and find out on my own one day. So just if you're not aware the price points for the Steam Deck are $399, $529, and $649 so this will just be the different gigabyte levels, um, different features and such so the lowest price point for the Steam Deck is going to be $399. So again if you are interested in the Steam Deck I would personally highly recommend reading some of the reviews. A lot of good gaming websites that have reviews up right now for the Steam Deck would be IGN, Game Informer, and GameSpot. So I do highly recommend that. And please note that these are the sources that I use for the points that I've made here. The next bit of news is going to be pretty exciting for anyone who is really into the Horizon games and a LEGO fan. So no, it's not going to be a LEGO Horizon game, unfortunately, but there is going to be a new LEGO set coming out. It is Horizon Forbidden West Tallnet. Um, This build is 1,222 pieces and it will stand at 13 
3.5 inches tall. I did look at a lot of the pictures of this build and it is honestly quite beautiful. It's really cool looking and it looks pretty difficult to build. Um, it will come with a alloy midi figure and then it is sitting at a price point of $79.99. Uh, this set is set to release in May of 2022. Now if you've looked at the pictures of this set you'll notice it is one of LEGO's black box sets which means it is geared towards adults. This is really exciting because unlike most of the recent video game um, LEGO sets it is more designed for adults and not children. A lot of the most recent ones have been very childish in my opinion especially the Nintendo ones specifically all of the Mario sets. They're really cool uh, especially if you have kids. For me I just wasn't interested in any of them. The last gaming uh, Lego set that I completed was the Lego NES which is quite fantastic, very beautiful, and pretty difficult to put together. So yeah if you're interested in the Lego Horizon Forbidden West Tall Neck it does release May 2022. So last week Netflix announced a Bioshock movie. This is really exciting. I think Netflix has been doing a fantastic job with a lot of the video game TV shows that they've been doing. So, you know, having a Bioshock movie sounds pretty cool. They are actually partnering with 2K and Take-Two for this film, so it will have a lot of influence from the makers of the game itself. The film is going to be live action, so this isn't going to be animated. And then the plot points for the film haven't been released yet, but it is easy to assume that it's of course going to be some sort of horror sci-fi theme, and apparently it is going to be rated R. Netflix has been making quite a few video game shows lately, and they've all been pretty good, so I do have high hopes for this one. Alright, happy Pokemon Day everyone! So if you didn't know, today is February 27th, which is the 26th year anniversary of the first Pokemon games to release. So for the anniversary, they went ahead and released a Pokemon Presents, which is essentially a Pokemon Direct, and they had a lot of great announcements. So I'll just go ahead and walk through all of these announcements. So the first announcement is an update to Pokemon Go. I'll be honest, I personally do not play Pokemon Go anymore, but they're going to add the Aloha region, and this comes out March 1st. So you'll start having all the Pokemon from that region, and it's coming out extremely soon. They also also released an update for Pokemon Masters EX, which is another Pokemon mobile game. The update for this is going to be the addition of Victory Road, including several new trainers that you can battle, and this update starts tomorrow, February 28th. They are also releasing a Pokemon Cafe Remix update. Um, lots of laughs from different streamers when this came on. Essentially, they're adding a deliveries feature. It's just a whole new gameplay mechanic. They're adding a few new Pokemon, some new outfits and gimmicks for the Pokemon. I have no clue who is playing this game. I'm not sure who this update is for. If it's for you, congratulations. I'm very happy for you. I personally do not play this. How dare you? Pokemon Cafe is my favorite game, Caranella. I hope your tarnished soul burns in hell. Oh, okay, Tom. Hell with you. I'm okay, 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 Tom. I get it. I get it. You're a huge Pokemon Cafe remix. I am so sorry. I was not trying to offend you, Tom. Whatever. All right, all right. It's okay, Tom. Calm down, calm down. Fake ass Pokemon fan. Uh, no need to call me that. I am so angry. All right. So there you go. There's a Pokemon Cafe remix that Tom will be delightfully indulging in. The next update is going to be to Pokemon Unite, which is the MOBA 
Pokemon game that was released on the Switch and mobile a few months ago. A lot of people are still very into this game. They're adding new full Fury battles and some new Pokemon, and they're also releasing the ability to try out um, every single Pokemon that they have in the game on a specific day. So if you want to try that specific Pokemon out, look for look out for the date that it is going to be available to play as, and then you can try it before buying it. So the next update is one that I'm a little bit more excited about. This goes into the mainline games now. So there is going to be an update to the Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl release. So essentially it's not a huge update or anything, but Professor Oak will be sending out a letter, and this letter will give you the ability to unlock Shaman, which is the the little hedgehog cute adorable little Pokemon so you can claim him as a free gift starting today the 27th of February 2022 so if you have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl go ahead and get your free gift all you need to do is just have your switch connected to the internet and then go to the little gift icon in your settings area and then just go ahead and claim it and you will get the shaman pokemon all right so this set of news a bit unexpected but there's already an update for pokemon legends arceus this is exciting there's going to be the daybreak dlc release and essentially what this is is there's going to be mass outbreaks of pokemon all over the region that you need to go investigate and this is actually going to be a free dlc update and it comes out today so that's pretty exciting this is just adding more content to pokemon legends and honestly this is giving me hope that there may be more updates in the future. Maybe not though, um, once we get to the next uh, release in a minute, but you know, I'm still hopeful that they're going to continue to support this game. It's a very large open world game, so there's a lot they could potentially do with it. Another great update that's coming out today is for Pokemon Day. You're actually going to get a free gift. So this gift is actually going to be available until Thursday, the 31st of March, and essentially what you're going to get is 30 Ultra Balls, 30 Gigaton Balls, and 30 Jet Balls. An abundance of balls. I love it. Yes, Tom, that's a lot of balls. So to receive gifts and Pokemon Legends, it's going to take about two hours of gameplay before the mystery gift feature is unlocked. If you've already been playing, then you won't run into an issue at all with this. So essentially, all you need to do is go to the mystery gift feature area, and then you're going to type in the password Arceus Adventure. Once you do that, you'll unlock all of these balls. Balls galore. Yes, we get it, Tom. A lot of balls. And then, you know, there you go. You can go use them to go catch more Pokemon and essentially the idea is you're going to be needing these for um, all of the new outbreaks of Pokemon. There's going to be a lot so you're going to need a lot of balls and so they're going to give you 90. Another interesting update from the Pokemon team is that they are currently in production of a new animated series and this is likely going to take place in the Arceus time frame um, from the little trailer clip that they had. Very short, brief little clip. Um, they did not give a exact release date. It is slotted to release sometime in 2022, but again, that could change. All right, drum roll, everybody. We have a big, big, big Bam. Pokemon update. Real big update, everyone. Boom. It's huge. It's fantastic. Clap. It's big. It's large. Bang. Let's go. Bam. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. So Gen 9 has officially been announced for Pokemon. 
Um, I was super excited at first. I'm still excited, don't take me wrong, um, but after the Pokemon Presents, I have learned that this is going to be another giant open world Pokemon game like Legends. And as exciting as that is, I do personally really like the just basic original Pokemon structure. And I kind of really wanted to play another one like that, especially after finishing Diamond and Pearl. I just, I'm kind of craving that style of Pokemon game. Totally still excited for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And I know a lot of fans are really hyped that they're going more towards this open world format. I'm sure it'll still be great. I'm sure all of the new Pokemon will be fantastic. So that's coming out late 2022, so around the November, December time frame. So with that, we will see what happens with Breath of the Wild 2. It's kind of odd there's going to be a huge Pokemon game coming out late 2022. Maybe they'll be a month apart or so. Or maybe Breath of the Wild is going to get pushed to March 2023, you know, that anniversary date. We'll see. Um, but I don't know, Pokemon getting released this late in the year, which obviously makes sense since Arceus was just released, but from a Nintendo standpoint of Legend of Zelda possibly coming out, it, I don't know. Two big releases that close? I guess we'll see. I mean, I hope Breath of the Wild still makes in 2022, but we shall see. So jumping into some games that came out this week, the Destiny 2 Witch Queen expansion came out on February 22nd. This is going to be mostly geared towards individuals who have been real invested in the Destiny games and the other expansions that have been released. It's not really geared towards any newcomers. As we all know, a lot of the previous Destiny expansions have been removed from the game entirely just because of like size limits and such so it's going to be really hard to catch up to really fully understand the story if you're not already you know invested in that Destiny 2 storyline but with that being said they did sell over 1 million copies of this so there obviously is a very strong Destiny 2 fan base still. I personally do not play Destiny 2 so I will not be picking this up but it is there in case that's something you're interested in. On February 22nd, Edge of Eternity was released on the Switch, and this is a RPG. And then on the 24th of February, Martha is Dead was released. So Martha is Dead is essentially a dark psychological thriller game, and it takes place in 1944 Italy. This game looks really interesting. Um, it touches on many topics of war, and it also incorporates how superstition and reality can really get blurred and how the lines between the two can be really hard to separate. So it seems like a very cool, interesting indie game. I would like to note though that if you are going to play this, I would recommend playing it on Xbox or PC. It did release on PlayStation 5 and 4 as well, but PlayStation has censored this game and has made the developers remove some of the content. If you want to get the fully intended experience, I recommend playing it on PC or Xbox, just so you don't run into the issue where you have some of the content removed from it. And this will allow you to play the full game and not the censored game that's being released on PlayStation. Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Dream, released on the 25th of February on the PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Um, I am very interested in this series. I have not played any of the games yet, but I've seen rave reviews for them, especially for female gamers. So it is something that I am interested in playing, but I want to go back and play some of the other ones first. They always are very expensive on the Switch, but so there's always that to run into. But yes, it was released on the 25th of February. And then of course, drumroll everybody, the big game that was released on the 25th of February is Elden Ring. Elden Ring was released on the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, 
PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And if any of you are on Twitter, then you all know that Elden Ring is taking over the gaming industry right now. So Tom, have you been playing any of these games? Of course, you stupid tarnished. Well, okay then, we clearly know what you have been playing. I'll go ahead and jump into what I've been playing. So I have also been playing Elden Ring quite a bit. I am thoroughly enjoying it, but I will be completely honest with you. I've never played Demon's Souls, Bloodborne, any of those. I've never played a From Software game. And I will just tell you, this game is the most difficult game I've ever played in my life. I've put about 10 hours in so far. I've not beaten the first boss. I have not beaten really anything. Um, but for some reason, it is thoroughly addictive. I keep going back to it. I don't know why, because the first hour I hated, I hated this game. I thought it was the worst game ever in the sense that I'm just so terrible at it. And it made me rethink if I should ever play a video game again in my life. I continued to play it. I took a little bit of a break. I picked it back up. I was like, you know what? I can't stop thinking about it. Let me, let me play it some more. I start playing it again. Still having a hard time, but okay, I'm getting the hang of it a bit. I realized I completely overlooked the tutorial, so I went back and did that. Things start to slowly click. I finally figured out how to view my map, you know, after hour two, because it took me two hours to figure out how to even view my map. All that said and done, I just continue to play it, continue to play it, continue to suck at it, but for some reason, my mind just keeps drawing me back to it, and every time I stop playing it, I'm like, eh, I kind of want to keep playing it, and then I find myself just playing it for several hours, and even though I've died probably 5,000 times, I just keep playing it like a psychopath, and... It's, it's insane. And the most beautiful part about this whole process of just being so terrible at this is you get on Twitter and you see that everyone, everyone, even all the people who have played these games in the past are so terrible at it. And it's just like so comforting to know that I don't just suck at this. Everyone sucks at this and we're all in the suck together. And it's beautiful. And and the community within Elden Ring is actually beautiful too because you don't even have to play multiplayer or co-op to feel like you're part of the community because you can leave these little stone things around and the stones have written messages that you write. So as you're walking through this world and going through this world, you have clues and tips from other players who have been in that area before. So say you're walking and you see a little stone and you're like, hmm, maybe I should read that. You read it and it'll say, beware of wolves. And then you kind of know, okay, if I keep going this way, some wolves are going to attack me. Am I prepared for that? No, but you know what? At least now I know. So then you walk forward and then boom, the wolves come out. But you're like, okay, I knew, I knew. Someone help me out. And then you can praise them and it helps their health if they're playing. And you praise their little stone, they get a health boost. Like, it's, it's awesome. It's really cool. You also see little ghost figures walking around. And that's other people in the world playing right now. And you kind of see, oh, this guy's finding something over there, but I don't see anything over there. That's interesting. And then there's also blood stains all over the ground. And if you go up to the blood stain, you could click view blood stain and you see where another player died and how they died there. It's brilliant. I will say the little stones. Some people, pardon my language, are assholes. You know what you do? Some people are over here saying what you need to do is jump at this like cliff. So, you know, I'm a newbie. I first start out this game, I go to this cliff. I didn't know these stones were from other people at this point. I go up to it, I see, you should jump. Something along those lines, that's not the exact verbiage. And so what do I do? I jump. Jump to my death within like two seconds of playing the game. That's how I started, you know? Just 
just die. The, the biggest thing you need to know about Elden Ring is you need to learn to embrace death. Death is going to happen in this game. You're going to die. There's, it is impossible for you not to die. You could be the best person at video games on this planet and you will die about 2 million times before you beat this game. It That's just how it is. And honestly, this is a game that most people who touch it will not beat. Uh, that's, that's just plain and simple a fact. I probably won't beat it. I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. I'm going to continue to play it, but there's no guarantee that I'll even get a single trophy. Actually, I got one trophy, so there, that, that's a guarantee. But besides the point, I'd like to note that I am playing it on PlayStation 5, so it took me a while to figure out, alright, do I play this on Xbox or do I play this on PlayStation? And I did a lot of research, and I ended up deciding on playing it on PlayStation 5 for one main reason, and that reason being the load times. So there's a lot of videos that show the difference in load times from the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. The Xbox Series X takes about 16 to 18 seconds to load between like deaths and you know any kind of loading screen that you get that's around the time it'll take. Whereas on the PlayStation 5 it was taking about 5 to 6 seconds. So for from a time perspective, from a time perspective, I personally thought that PlayStation 5 would be the better choice for me just because I knew I'd be dying a lot and I'd like to save that time because um, time is very valuable to me. Um, graphics wise, I've, I've seen kind of a mixed review on this but some do say that it runs a little bit better on the Xbox Series X just because of certain settings that the Xbox has that the PlayStation doesn't. There is not a huge difference though. Um, the frame rate is going to be a lot higher for the PlayStation 5 compared to the Xbox but the Xbox does have features that kind of make that smoother in a sense and a lot of the frame drops on the PlayStation 5 you're not going to be able to avoid unless you switch over to the PlayStation 4 version of the game and that's where Xbox kind of wins at this. I personally have not had any issues whatsoever on the PlayStation 5. It looks amazing. I've not had any significant frame drops to where it impacts my play at all so I have no complaints. I personally would recommend playing it on the PlayStation 5 for those load times. But again, that's up to you. Um, I have seen several reviews where the PC is having a lot of issues. Um, some people are saying, oh, that the people complaining about that just have, you know, shitty old PCs. That could very well be it. I'm not sure. I'm not a PC player, so I have no clue. I, I don't play on PC at all, so all of that's just above me. But those are just some things that I've read and heard, so I'm just putting that out there if you are interested in purchasing this game. I personally recommend PS5 if you have one. Um, other than that, Xbox Series X seems like a great second choice, and then from there, obviously, PC and then PS4 and Xbox One. The PS4 and Xbox One do have a lot... Um, the graphics on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are, of course, not going to be nearly as great as PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, and they do run substantially slower, especially with those load times and such on those. So again, if you do have a next-gen console, I would definitely pick it up on one of them. So another tip for Elden Ring that I would like to just give is, you know, don't fall into that I can't look up anything for this game um, category. This is the kind of game that you need to look up tips. You need to watch those YouTube videos. You need to go on IGN and read through their wikis. It's just one of those games where you will like you will just benefit from doing this. 
You can, of course, go into it, you know, blindfolded and not do any of that. And that is completely up to you. And that is definitely a way to, you know, make the game more difficult and challenging. Um, but I think for most just standard, like, I like to play games to play games people, definitely, you know, use your resources on this. There is so much out there already. You know, it's just weekend one and there's so much information. I've been watching, you know, when I get stuck, I hop on YouTube or I hop on IGN and I like look up, you know, some of the wikis and the videos on this and then I kind of get unstuck for a bit and it really helps. Of course, it's not going to make me all of a sudden like an Elden Ring expert or anything like that, but it definitely helps. It makes the game really fun. It makes you feel part of the community and just don't be afraid. I mean, there are so many websites that have great information, like you have Game Informer, GameSpot, you have IGN, you have YouTube videos, you have so many content creators out there that will help you out with these games and that's what they do and that's what they love doing. So definitely don't hesitate doing that. There's just so much great advice and and really honestly if you want to really enjoy this game that's honestly in my opinion the best way to do it. So the next game I've been playing, I am still playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. I really like it. It's just very big and it's taking a long time to complete. I haven't gotten to spend as much time in it as I would like, so that's part of why I'm still playing it. I'll probably be playing this the next few months. I'm just going to be real with you. So that's another game that I'm still playing. I am very much looking forward to the update that came out today. And then the last game I've been playing is Mario Party Superstars. I really enjoy playing this game with family that live outside of the state that I live in. Um, it's just a great way to, you know, relax and play like a fun little party game. Um, the online feature for this game is fantastic. I have not experienced any issues with it whatsoever. So I highly recommend if you want a game to play with friends and family to play Mario Party Superstars. Alright, let's jump into the games releasing this week. So on March 1st, we have Little Orphis releasing on the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. We have Far Changing Ties releasing on the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. On March 3rd, we have Babylon Fall, and this is coming out on the PS5, PS4, and PC. And then on March 4th, we have Gran Turismo 7 coming out on the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. And then we have the well-anticipated Triangle Strategy coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I know when they first announced Triangle Strategy, that was supposedly a fake name, but it is it's just a few days before release and it's still called Triangle Strategy, so I think they're going to stick with that. Um, but I am personally really looking forward to Triangle Strategy. I love the art style, um, and I think it's going to be a wonderful game. I'm not sure I'm going to jump into it right on March 4th per se, but I will definitely be picking this up at some point in 2022. So Tom, what is your gaming recommendation of the week? Earthbound. That is all that needs to be said. Alright, well there you have it everyone. Tom recommends Earthbound, and I personally have not played Earthbound yet, but it is on my list of games to play very soon. I actually started the game up a few days ago, so there's that. I just got, you know, caught up in the Elden Ring hype. Alright, so that wraps up this week's episode of Caranella Gaming. If you'd like more gaming content, feel free to check out my pages on Twitter at Caranella Gaming, Instagram at Caranella Gaming, and Twitch at Caranella Michella. If you like this podcast, please give it a review. It'd really help, and I'd greatly appreciate the feedback. And I'll see you all next week. Bye! Bug off, weirdos. Oh, Tom.